and welcome to this brand new episode of What the Fuck Africa with Bixi and Grania. And this is Bixi, and today I have a special guest. Hello, I'm I'm Jimmy Edgington. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, Jimmy and I have known ourselves for like six months now. Um, went to the same drama school, so I thought it would be really interesting to have a guest on this podcast for once. And we're just going to have like a chilled chat, nothing too serious. Yeah, just vibing. Yeah. So, Jimmy, to begin with, of course, we're going to talk about money because it's me. Yeah. So, the one of the guiding themes is that wealth and income have nothing to do with happiness. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that money can buy happiness? Um, not true happiness, but I think it takes a lot away, a lot of worries in your life, really, and it makes life a lot easier. You know, you're not thinking of when your next meal is and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I do, I do think it can't make you truly happy with like, you know, me and someone you love or something like that. I have a really nice family, but I think it makes, it takes a lot of strain off your life. and makes it a lot easier. Like, I think anyone, if you asked, would you rather be a millionaire? Yeah. They'd say, yeah. Yeah. So I don't think it can make you really happy, but it just makes life a lot easier. Well, I mean, I hold the opinion that rich people came up with the saying that money does not buy happiness because okay. <laughs> I've never seen like a rich person actually like give away their money if, if they're truly unhappy. Because if you have a jet and you have a yacht and you have a mansion and you have millions in the bank, what would honestly make you unhappy with all that money? You can literally buy the world. You can catch a flight at any one point you want to. So do you honestly believe that if you have all that money, if you have undertake kind of money, would you not be really happy with life? Um, it depends though, because that could also be really lonely if you didn't like, if you didn't have that someone to share with, or you did that by yourself, or you just didn't have like good people around you. If that made sense, because yeah. I think some people in that scenario, I know it's quite cliche, but they'll have a lot of people leeching off that and trying to benefit off you to get that you know money. And if you're okay with that, I suppose. But I, I just I think it depends what kind of person you are. You know what I mean? So if you're not, if you still don't have like actual friends around you or like close family members or people that make you happy um i think you could also like struggle but then i do get your point if you can just eat out to really fancy restaurants each day catch a flight anywhere in the world that would be i think anyone would enjoy to do that but i think that could also be very lonely as well um, so when you say lonely, what, what exactly do you mean? Because my opinion is that if, for example, you have a rags to riches story and you come from nothing and you get all this money and you're able to buy your parents a nice house and take your siblings to fancy school. And then I had this conversation yesterday about high value men and high value women mm-hmm. and how in the heterosexual sense anyway, and how people, the, the value of a man and a woman is determined by the quality of people they attract. Yeah. So if, as a man, if you have all this money, does that not mean that you attract a certain type of women? Uh, I think so, but I'm just really playing devil's advocate. I think that all that money will improve your life tenfold, really, yeah. and make it, as I said, easier, and you can do all these things for your family. But I, I think there is, you can't just say this money will guarantee you to be happy. You know, there's still, that you're still, there's still a chance that you could be terribly miserable. You know what I mean? With like, well, like illness. Well, yeah, you could, you could become ill one day, you know what I mean? And just die suddenly or still not have found someone. Cause even if you're a high value man and you attract high value women, they still, you still might, might not be like, that's the one for me or something like that. But I, I think you are right with all of that. 
that it does make your life a lot easier but you can't 100% say that you're going to be happier with that money I think but then you can say that about anything really can't you so yeah I think happiness is subjective and True. I think it's really it's, it's different if you're born into money and if you work hard for your own money and so when you talk about illness, I was reading about um, cancer treatment in Switzerland, where, well, most people, when you get cancer and you go for chemotherapy, one of the things that happens is you lose your hair, you, your, your nails get discolored and all this stuff, because that's the grade of chemotherapy that most people can afford. But the ultra, ultra rich have a completely different kind of chemo. Uh, yeah, because it's, because I think in the NHS, there's only four types of chemo you can use. Mm-hmm. But I think globally, there's about 30, 40 so the super rich are able to take, you know, a sample of their tumor and then send it to, you know, in the lab and yeah. then the tumor will get like copied and it'll get attacked by all of the kinds of um, chemo and they'll find that the one that is the most effective then use it on you. Where in, you know, free healthcare in the UK, you only get four options really. And then you'll have to just try whichever one you get. But isn't that some form of happiness then? Because people have chemo and suffer for years yeah. and months. And rich people can just walk in and get chemo like it's a fucking painkiller. Like it's not a big deal. True. Yeah, because I went to, I've been to lots of art galleries, as you know. And at one of the art galleries I went to, um, well, most of the, I hold the opinion that, well, art is, is, art should be appreciated. But I also feel like artists take advantage of rich people. Because there, like, <laughs> there was like a painting of, utter nonsense which looked like finger painting by kids and someone bought it for seventy thousand pounds yeah but when you figure out that kind of money you can kind of just do what you want with it really yeah i think like when people say things like hobbies and oh i I love to paint i love to garden and take all these cute instagram pictures it's a privilege because you're rich yeah because people that are actually gardening for a living are not having fun yeah and so well it's a tough question then isn't it because I feel like if you come from nothing and you and you work for your money, you will be happy. Yeah, definitely. But I, yeah, no, I agree with you on all the points. But I think there's always a chance that you may not be that you know. Because I think with some people, like nothing's ever enough, you know. And I think mm-hmm. some people are just extremely greedy and will never be like truly satisfied by anything or whatever money they get. Yeah. But I think if you can get to a point where you're satisfied and you're like, yeah, I'm happy with this. Uh, this I'm I'm good with this. Well, I think me personally, I, I, could, I could be super rich or I could be not. I, th- I think I'm just, I could be happy either way. I don't think it guarantees you happiness, but it's definitely a bonus. What's happiness to you? I t- you know, just where I can look at my life and be like, I'm, 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 I'm okay. Yeah. I'm going to be all right. I'm with people that I get on with, mm-hmm. that I trust, that make me happy. Uh, and I think that is the main you know, and you, you can be around people that you can say, I make them happy, I can make them laugh, they make me laugh. Yeah. You know, I think that's what's most important for me is people that surround you. And then also whatever you're doing, you know what I mean? Because obviously we want to be actors. Right. I think striving towards that. The, the only reason I really want to do that is not because it's going to make me money, it's because it's I couldn't see myself, you know, doing a nine to five every day. Same. Because I got like an A in business studies. I was going to go and do a business degree. And I was just like... That would be the most boring thing in yeah. the world to me. Um, and I just couldn't do it. So that's why I want to strive to do this as a career. Because I think your career is also really important. You've got to do something that you find interesting and yeah. that you can do 
every day of your life. So I think those two things are very important that you're striving for something that makes you happy and then you're actually passionate about and you surround with you with people that make you happy. Um, that's what happiness is to me, but uh, it, it, can, it, can, it can be whatever anyone wants it to be really. Where I think for some people, happiness is making a fuck ton of money. Really. <laughs> yeah, I think I lie in that category. Yeah, yeah I think so too. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think it's really, I didn't know that you did business studies. That's, that's news to me. Well, I did, I did a bit of economics and it was interesting. It was fun, but I don't think I'd want to do like a proper degree. Yeah, I think it is interesting, but the, the whole thing with doing, especially at A-level and GCSE, I don't know what it's like at a higher level. Um, but I just think every, you know, we do a load of case studies and stuff and everything would always just go back to profit, really. Because yeah. I think... Um, you know, and supply and demand and what people want and the need of most people. Because I think that's, you know, I think that what comes down to life really is if someone has a product that you need or a service. Yeah. And you can say it for everything, you know, even even like religion, people need it. So there's the, there's the supply, uh, you know, religion. And then for faith, it's the demand for that. Or even with acting, people, you know, need escapism and, you know, watch TV right. and would listen to music. You know, how many people listen to that? There's always going to be demand for that. And that's why you can have an, and yeah, that's why I found out about doing business between GCSE and A-level that it's really every case studies we did would always come back to, just, you know, you just loads of keywords and always be like, well, is the demand in it? Will this make a profit? And I think, yeah, that's what life's really about is yeah. find, finding and making money really is finding somewhere where there's a heavy demand for it and being able to supply it and finding a way to supply that. Yeah. Well, I have a hot take on business degrees because, well, for my country at least, most of the, the top business dogs and the, the business tycoons are sitting there that are holding all the buildings. They didn't even go really far with school. No. <laughs> they, most of them like dropped out in high school or never even made it to high school. And yet they're making all the millions and support um, responsible for most of their GDP. Yeah, I think that's, I'd say they're more entrepreneurs than business people. You know, they've found, because mm-hmm. that, you know, a lot of school dropouts, people that didn't need education, like Richard Branson or, you know, so many other people, they just like see opportunities and they're going to take it. To, yeah. And they have a, a vision to make something. But I think with a lot of them, um, you know, business, especially what I saw going on to a a business degree you just can be a, like a business manager and just like help to run a business or you know become a business teacher i don't really know I, I i haven't done business in about well since june so yeah but i think there's a difference between a business student and an entrepreneur definitely yeah i think well i think that doing a business degree should be done by people that want to be business teachers yeah because i don't think you, you need to study for three or four years to, to to know how to run a business because ultimately the reason for having a business is to, to gain a maximum profit and so no one wants to have a business that's operating when a loss so if your business teacher is making forty thousand pounds a year mm-hmm. i don't think anyone in the business class is aiming to make that kind of money no. before taxes anyway yeah you take not and your business teacher does not have any successful business. So what exactly are you learning from him? True. Or she. <laughs> or she. My business teacher was a woman. <laughs> or they, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I suppose. But I, that's the thing about also with A-levels as well. I just think also the school system, there's so many lessons that we just like are made into lessons. If yeah. that makes sense to learn. Like, why is art a graded lesson? Thank you. 
and same with drama. I was so, because I did drama A level as well. And I was always so confused about this because it's, especially those two things, it's so subjective right. to someone. Especially art. Especially art, especially <laughs> art. And I'm like, how, I always wondered, how can you get graded on it or like do course? So kind of, I just think it's something that's uh, a, a hobby or I think you can definitely it's learn. Talent. It's a talent, but you can definitely get taught to learn to it. But I don't think you can get graded on it. I don't think anyone can teach someone that has no, no bone of art, is, art in them at all to, to teach them to be a Picasso. Yeah, but I think you can get like, it's, I think you could have like a history of art lesson where you get taught the history of yeah. it and stuff yeah. like that, which I know happens in art classes, but I was always confused by how you can get graded on it or how they made it into a written assignment, especially in, you know, when I, when I did, uh, drama and theatre studies at A level. I was like, um, the the written work is you're basically just writing how you perform something and then your interpretation of it. And I'm like, this is really strange because you're just there going in drama. Yeah, and it's oh. like, it should, I think drama A level should just be 100 percent practical. You know, I think you can write, you know, what you've got from it. Yeah. But I think you're a, you're a big fan of writing things up. <laughs> I do, yeah, yeah. I am. Um, which I think it can work, but to the point where it's like, I was like, you can't really get grades on this because you it's. A lot of the stuff, stuff was just you're just writing how you would do it, and then yeah. you're interp- what people how people interpret your performance and stuff. And then I just think because st- the amount of lessons I spent in, in drama, just like sitting there and writing, it was basically just like the themes of the play, right? Pe- what people interpreted from it, what people got from it, characteristics from a character, and I was like, this isn't really acting that's just because i did english lit and that's exactly what we i did. was like it was I, it was low-key just it was it's just an english to, like a level but you do a bit of acting as yeah. well and I, I think especially with those two i was like i don't know how the a a levels because they should just rather be 100 percent practical because even our practical stuff we had to write ridiculous amount of coursework on how we got to that point which i think is something you'd probably like about what you got from performing and how you got to yeah. it in your working process which was okay but you had to write so much stuff and i was like half of this just didn't actually happen yeah you know and then and then <laughs> yeah. go and then going on to this uh, you know foundation ba and then i'm like the stuff we got taught on this i'm like it should well i think you've got to be a mature age to be able to do it because obviously Stanislavski can never say that man's name. Yeah. Um, gets taught from, you know, GCSE, but not properly, I don't think. No. Because um, when we did that, we'd spent like almost three hours just copying someone's walk or, um, or you know, doing the magic if for like an hour and a half. Where in like school, you get told it for like five minutes and then move on to the next one. Right. And... And especially like Marisol and stuff, it's like, why, why do you get, why does this get brought up so late in your acting? Well, it's not late, it's mainly the start. I think it is brought at the right time, but it just made me realise how just ridiculous A-level and GCSE drama is, because most of it just puts people off it, really. Yeah. And even with when we did devising projects, especially in England, the amount of people that went through A-level and GCSE devising projects, and they're just dreadful, and that's not what real devising is, because you have to stick to a practitioner and an idea or a social problem when I think devising can come from anything really like a spark and just go with something and I think when you put a structure on it it doesn't work as well unless you are that theatre and practitioner group but yeah that's my problem with some A-levels because a lot of them are just things that don't need to be academic subjects made into ap- academic subjects because yeah. even business studies you don't no. yeah, yeah I think it's things that you just learn in your but again, it's 
it's, an, it's something for someone to do for two years in it before they go off to uni and do yeah but then history history i think stuff like yeah, that history. Is a, yeah history was great i think history is a really good subject i think english can be as well i think any of the core subjects are good academically but anything else is just a bit i don't really see a point in it especially music as well like a music a level or a music dcse was again just yeah unless it's te- teaching you the history and technique of it yeah. um I, d- I don't see a point in that as well but yeah yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that put me off with school and A-level. It's way too academic for me. And with with things like drama and art, like we said, they're highly subjective. Most of the times, people love a series or a movie, and I absolutely hate it. And I'm not ashamed to say I haven't watched Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> I haven't watched... <laughs> she, she's missing out, guys. I haven't watched Game of Thrones. I haven't read or watched Harry Potter, and I'm oh, not really? going to. Oh. I'm not going to. I, like I'm, I'm not, I refuse to cave into peer pressure. I tried to watch Game of Thrones. So good though. I watched the first episode four You'd times. You'd love it too. though. You'd love it. And I slept every time. Oh, it was so, so bad. You, you haven't got past the first episode. No, I haven't. It's just, it's not my spec. It's just. Ugh. Do you not like sci-fi or fantasy stuff? No. No, I don't. Ah, that's fair enough. I, I don't, just, I don't I do. like stuff like vampires and zombies. Ugh, I just want real life. Yeah, you don't like horror movies either, do you? I don't like horror movies. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like getting scared. Yeah, I know. I remember that. I remember <laughs> that. And it was, yeah, I remember. I listened to that podcast actually. I remember that one. I don't want like I don't want to be scared. Yeah. It's it's not a good feeling. No, it's not. But some people like it. So I, that's I exactly what I, I'm I, saying. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't really like horror movies because it's sometimes it's scary, but most of the time the plot's just dreadful, and the acting's just a bit. Uh, Acting is really bad. <laughs> it's just it's just not it. <laughs> Most of the time. Because people just want to, people are coming to see like the ghosts and the demons and stuff. Yeah. So it's easy to be a bad actor in a horror film. Uh, yeah, well, that's not to say I'm like trashing any actor's work. But at the same time, there's something about school that just puts me off. I, I don't have the patience to do, for example, like business or... Economics. Well, you know, I'm trying to do maths. a BA now, but at some point I'll just get bored and just leave. Yeah. Because I just, I just can't be bothered to study for all that time. Some people do, but I think it's really, really academic and it's not helpful to every single person. Yeah. That may not be into that kind of thing. I think it's, yeah, it's quite rough as well. If you look, because my, my mum was a doctor and to even get onto a doctoring degree, you have to get like almost all A stars in all the sciences, you know, and do like four. Uh, which, I mean, you, pro- you know, and it's quite hard to be a doctor in that sense but then i'm now thinking about that and it's like it's probably a good thing actually because you don't want a doctor being someone who's just like just turned up yeah but i don't yeah how long how long is a medical does a medical degree take oh, in this country? for a while it depends what you do a lot of people do nursing degrees now which are about three years oh, okay. but i think my mum was about six years i think but don't quote me on that <laughs> don't quote me on that but you have a lot of um yeah you do about six years i think and then but you'll have to specialize and then change a lot because my mum's now a sexual health doctor okay um but she worked in a lot of other fields and stuff and um, like was a delivered children for a while which she said was mental like midwifery no but like no like a doctor delivering oh okay like on the day have you been around a woman giving birth no it's, no it's not fun have you i have how was it <laughs> tell me about that traumatic wow <laughs> highly traumatic Expi- inspiring though well, it was it was something to think about. Was it was it, was it not like <laughs> this is amazing? A, a new life just came in. It was just really nasty. <laughs> it was extremely extremely nasty. I think for you to find that moment magical, you need to be the parent. 
for everyone else, it's just really disgusting and nasty and not fun. Oh gosh! <laughs> because the person I was in, I was helping with their labor, she was in labor for like thirteen hours. Oh gosh! Where was this? Where was this? Back in Uganda. Mm-hmm. Oh. And she was screaming and crying and ugh. Did was she on morphine or not? Was that what? Was she on morphine? Did she have any drugs or? I think she was. Yeah. Because at some point she got really violent. Wait, so what, what, <laughs> <laughs> why were you helping out though? Was she, really... Okay, so it was my sister. Oh, right. And everyone else was gone. And she wasn't meant to be due for another two weeks. And then oh, wow. Her water just broke. And it was just me and her in the house. Oh, so you just did it in the house? No. You went in the hospital? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> no, 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 no. I couldn't have pulled that off, Jimmy. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But, well... Should we take a break? We went completely off with what we started with, but <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah, but I think money buys happiness. I whatever happiness means. Yes, I think <laughs> to an extent. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I think it, it can. Yeah, I, I agree. Okay. It can improve your life a lot um, a lot more. Yeah. Okay, let's take a break and be back with the next part. Oh, cool. Right. Welcome back from the break. Um, Jimmy was just talking really big about how he's going to beat me at arm wrestle, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Won't we, Jimmy? Yes, we will. Okay. We will. <laughs> right. So for this part, I want to talk about something that I talk about all the time, and that's animals. Should animals have the same rights as human beings? I don't think so. So when I came here, when I came to England, I found a really weird culture of like, babying animals and carrying dogs and putting them in pumps, <laughs> which i think is really disgusting because back home we had dogs we'd play with them when they were puppies but as soon as as soon as they're big enough to bark we just like told them to fuck off and lock them up in a kennel or chain them all day and let them out at night i think animals should be animals what do you think uh yeah no i remember when you came here <laughs> and you came into college and you said you was really surprised because you saw loads of people yeah walking the dog on the beach and I, I thought that was quite funny. No, I, I think nah. I, I like dogs as pets, but I don't think they have. They definitely do not have rights, same rights as humans at all, really. Because I think in every house, all the pets always the at the bottom of like the chain, really. Yeah. And that's because when I I got um I got my dog about two years ago, yeah now, and when we took it to like puppy training and that, we always taught that it's got to be know that it's at the bottom of the food chain basically that it knows it's there as a domestic pet right so i think the way they train it and they say that make sure that's very important that it always eats after you and then oh there's there's holly she's she's barking again (laughs) but um i think it's very important for your dog to eat after you um and not like before you and stuff like that and also just make sure it's not eating at the same times as you and stuff like that just so it knows it's place right but i think if you can train a dog properly you're definitely not treated the same as humans at all in general i mean the whole concept of like training animals and domesticating them is uh, we, we do domesticate animals we have dogs and cats like i said but we, we at the end of the day they're still animals so True. when i came here and yesterday at the houses uh someone had a cat that had just got neutered which is instead is like castration and i, I felt really bad because I, I was like okay Imagine if there was like giants and humans were like the smaller species and people just castrated us to keep us docile. That oh, so we're kind of babies. Yeah. Oh man, that's happened to my dog. He he doesn't have any 
balls <laughs> uh, anymore. I, what if he just wants to get laid? That's not fair, though. <laughs> yeah, but then Who he, are you to judge? I know. <laughs> if he wants to get some action. Yeah. Uh, no, we had to get rid of it because he kept getting erect quite often and just... Can I can I just say it? Go ahead. Um, yeah, so he used to get erect, and obviously dogs' penises when they're erect are like lipsticks, and they're really long, and it's actually... That's very graphic. It's it's it's, um, <laughs> it's disgusting. Uh, yeah, but, but he's an animal, though. It's an animal. That's yeah, the thing. it's true. It's You know, it's beautiful It's if you really think about it. But yeah. he used to, I think one time, like more than one time, he just, out of control, he just started squirting semen all around the house, and we had to clear it up. And I think after that happened for the oh. third time, we went... Yeah, let's let's chip. Oh, and he used to just hump everything as well. I think he was very because he's an animal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it was yeah, it was cute though. You guys should have seen it as well. Cute. Um, and he's just <laughs> was cute, humping a lot of dogs. But um, yeah, we've got he, he doesn't have balls now. So that's he, sad though. I feel like animals should be left outside. We had like our pets, our dogs stayed outside and never really let them in. Oh, there's a dog here. Hello, Holly. She's called Polly. Yeah, she, she's a nice little um, board. You, that's the that's bed there, you see, and she's just woken up. So, hello. Yeah, <laughs> but she, yeah, she's she's um, yeah. Anyway, so I, that that wouldn't roll in my dad's house. Would it not? No, no we don't let the dogs. And if the dogs come in, they get a smacking. And yeah, well, I yeah. And that's the thing I find really strange here. It's like treating animals like babies and pets. Some ridiculous notions like emotional support dogs or something like that. I saw on the plane this woman that traveled with like a dog. What like about a him? grown dog. Like he was 14 years old. <laughs> and it was in her lap on an eight-hour flight. Jimmy, that's ridiculous. You have to agree. Yeah, I would say so. Um, but what about like black dogs used for like blind people? No, that's different. That's completely different. I think that's a necessity. Yeah. And like... It's not the same thing as having a pet. That's just really... Like, at the house I stay at, they have pets, but the pets have been neutered. They're fed on a, on a, on a diet of, like, dog food, which is, like, dry rations. Yeah. And they don't really go out to play. And they look sad. And they're, med- they're like, domest- uh, medicated out of their minds. That's a bit sad. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I would agree with you. But... I don't know. They're just lovely, aren't they? Though? You know what I mean? Well, what's your opinions when people talk to dogs and like baby voices and that and put on voices? Cringe. It's such an ache. <laughs> and I don't care if that makes me comfortable. That's, it's such an ache. But why are you talking to your dog? I feel like, no, that's just. I just draw the line somewhere. Does she, is she okay with being carried? Is she okay with being carried? What, do you want me to take her out? No, like, to carry her. Does she get okay with being carried on, like, a lap? Uh, probably, but I'll just leave her for... Okay. Because she's, she's just chilling, man. It's because her dog flaps there, so she would, like, usually fly out. But, yeah. Do you not, like... Or, like, people make up languages with their, no. with their dog? I also find it really icky when people, like, do baby voice with their baby. So it's not exclusive to animals. Oh, right. <laughs> I, I, I am I, I do do a little voice to my dog when I see him. I'm like, baby, don't worry, don't worry. But, yeah. Jimmy, that's such a <laughs> Sorry, Peter. Um, it won't happen again. No. What about cats, though? Like, you just feed a cat and it, like, disappears and stuff. I love cats because cats are independent. Yeah. And cats are really smart. But other than that, I think at the end of the day, animals are animals. And I think animal rights activists are really crazy people that are in a cult that believe that, you know, 
animals okay animals have feelings animals do th- uh, there's a there's a group of people that like um produce like a high quality beef yeah. and they play music for the cows and like mm-hmm. give them massages before they eventually slaughter them okay because they want them to die a relaxed death why just 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 like chop get, its head get, off and, oh. <laughs> and get it over with yeah i um so is that yeah so what is your opinion on agricultural people saying like you shouldn't kill any animal for food. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm not vegan. I'll never be vegan. And I'll always eat my meat because I need my protein. <laughs> protein. Yeah. And I think that every animal in the animal kingdom hunts and we don't we're no different. Yeah, true. Um I I I yeah. I, I eat beet meat, I drink milk, I eat eggs. Good for you. Yeah. I don't really have a strong opinion. I just don't think people should put their opinion on other people though. No. I think they should and obviously, if you if I I commend you if you're doing it for health reasons, he- health reasons and stuff, because a lot of people have um yeah, or if you're doing it to save the planet, because dogs <laughs> save the planet, okay, because ca- well, I mean cows give off so much methane, um and stuff like that, and yeah, because we, we will we will end up killing them out, but that'll be past our time, I suppose. Yeah. But then is it do we want to save the next generations or do we just be selfish and go? I, I like mistakes, you know what I mean? I, like a, a, a... I don't think it's selfish to want to eat meat, Jimmy. There's one of these crazy activists out here in the UK is trying to push, you know, like when you go buy a pack of cigarettes and it has like a picture of black lungs. Oh, it wants to put... And says this packet contains 70 substances that cause cancer. So it wants to put a picture of it like a, a dead cow. No, they want, <laughs> they want to put like a big one that says cows died and suffered for you to eat this meat or some no offense though stuff like that. Who, who's that stopping though you know what i mean like, <laughs> well no, definitely not me because i'll still eat my meat i don't think that's gonna stop many people because i think most people because it's made so aware that, especially with that in the modern day that this is what happened you you know you're killing something and i've known yeah. that since i was young and it's never i'll be like tastes good though you know what i mean <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i don't know it just yeah, I think at the, at the end of the day we are, we, we are the species that ends up running the planet, and we can kind of yeah do what we want. And yeah, I don't think animals have the same rights as us, but it's a different you know kingdom. I think wild animals kind of almost do in a way because yeah. they're in their own kind of species. But yeah. animals that we breed ourselves, I don't think have the, shouldn't have the same rights as us, mainly because we breed them. And also, if if cows getting bred to be Eat, eaten mm-hmm. i don't have a problem with that do you what's your take on hunting like people like rich people like from england or the us that travel to africa to hunt animals oh, that's bang out of order that's that's awful how is that but they're wild animals no one's eating a they're not gonna eat that that's like a that's a show of like you know ego and power that look is at it? me i can kill an elephant i can kill a tiger you know you know they're in, like some of them also endangered species i just think it's awful and just also killing you know, for ivory and tusks off elephants or uh, rhinos, I think that's just dreadful. I don't think you can legally. I'm saying I'm talking. About, I'm not talking about poaching. I'm talking about legal hunting. Like if if you go to South Africa, which most people do, and like you go and hunt things like um, uh, water bucks and and deer and stuff like that. If they're gonna eat it and it's for eating purposes, yeah. I, I I I I don't know. I know no, because no, it's like. You can easily just get a cow or a duck that's bred to be eaten. Well, let's look at it. Instead of just killing a wild animal. In order to in order to legally hunt in most parts in Africa, you need to pay a hefty insurance fee, which comes up to almost one million dollars. 
just to hunt. So if a group of, if hunting is made legal and people can legally come and put that kind of money into struggling economies, is that not a good thing? Um, sure. Yeah. I think, yeah, if you do do that. I think morally it's like, I don't think there's a need to do it really. But I think if people want, if, but then again, those, I think those it goes animals back to... would otherwise kill the locals though. What they do? Would a deer? Yeah, they, no, no, not deer. The deer is a wrong example because they don't only hunt like smaller animals. Yeah. The bigger the animal, the, the bigger the price you pay for it. Obviously, like rich people are doing it because they can. I think because it's fun for them. I think it goes back to what we were saying before. It's you know, if there's a demand for something, there's going to be a supply for it, yeah. no matter what. Uh, and I think yeah, that's why I think all life is basically just supply and demand, morally correct or not. There's always going to be. If if people are going to want to hunt, I think it's going to happen, uh, and I don't really have a problem with that. But I just think, is there a need for it now? Does will someone want to do it because they can? Yes, yeah. uh, and that's just how it is, really, isn't it? But yeah, yeah. So there was a there's a story of this this one boy in um in Uganda who went to like because we have like most people in the in the rural countryside have like banana plantations because it's, it's like a well-growing crop and so he went out at around 7 p.m to like cut banana leaves for his grandma and while he was there he was attacked by an african rock python which is a really big snake it's a constrictor and so it, it grabs him by the legs and begins to break his bones oh no and luckily because he had come with a knife as i said to harvest banana leaves he managed to like cut the snake and, and break himself free it was such big news the animal activists had him thrown in jail for killing a wild animal. What do you say about that? Uh, well, he's that, that's a bit ridiculous, really, because yeah. um, he's surviving. Because uh, it was endangered. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, but like I would, I would have done the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I went, oh my god, that's an endangered species. It's trying to kill me. I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna go and take one for the team and just die <laughs> and go. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah. Stab it to death, but now. Um, yeah, that that's a bit of a ridiculous case, though. Yeah, I think we need to draw the line somewhere because if you love animals and you're a tree hugger and a tree environmentalist, hugger. good for you. Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> but at the same time, human life over animals any day, any fucking day. I think eating meat is good for you. I think you need protein to to have instincts yeah. as an animal, and I think it's important to have a balanced diet. And I would rather eat meat, and I know it's actual meat, than eat vegan nonsense, like vegan bacon. What's that even made out of, though? Yeah, I think, well, my, well, my, my going back to the mother, uh, she's also a semi-vegan and stuff. No, yeah, she does a bit of that. She right. switches up because she does, like, lamb every now and then. <laughs> okay. But, um, you know, I think a lot of them, I agree with people being a vegan, but I just think there's so many plant-based options where you can't, like, if you're giving up meat, don't have a factory-made, you know, meat equivalent just yeah. eat vegetables or tofu or halloumi yeah. or you know something else instead of that because that's just pointless really i don't get the point in that because most of the vegans are like really desperate to recreate meat things yeah like vegan chicken which is made out of i think mushrooms but it's it's made to look like a drumstick just eat your chicken bro like it's it's never that deep with anything yeah. <laughs> like at the end of the day as an individual that's doing this, you're not going to save the world alone. The rest of the world is going to eat meat. So, yeah, true. If you if you had to have a pet, what pet would you have? If I had to have a pet, yeah. Um, I want to have like a dog and a and a, and a cat and raise them together. But you just said you don't like dogs as pets. 
I mean, I do occasionally, but I'd still let them be animals. I see. Would you get it trained or not? No, I wouldn't. You just have a, a wild dog in your house. <laughs> I don't think I'd let it in my house. I think dogs belong outside. You couldn't have that in England then. Is it not allowed? Well, I just, you'd have to get it. How will they know? How will they know, Jimmy? <laughs> How will who know? How will they know? <laughs> I don't know either. Your neighbours just think that your dog's outside in the snow. Yeah, you've got to get used to that as well, the snow as well. My dog's also in the snow. No, and it's, and it's there shivering. They'll be fine. And you haven't showered it and it's really smelly and it's just there like... Also, the, the concept of showering Would you give dogs. it a collar? Would you give it a collar? No. Right, so you just have a wild animal then. Yeah. <laughs> but how would they know? How would they know? I mean, they'd learn to respect me because I give them food. Yeah. But I'd leave them to like hunt in the garden or something. I see. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you think about reptiles as pets? Oh my God, no, that's, that's satanic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to have two bearded dragons as pets, like two lizards. Well, at least it wasn't a snake. That's better than a snake. I have a cousin. I hold the opinion that he's mentally ill. He has a pet snake. But it's a venomous snake. Oh wow! And it's like it's supposed it's like one of those endangered animals. I don't know how he has it. How he legally has it. So for legal reasons, I can't say his name. <laughs> but he lives somewhere. His he, name is. <laughs> he lives somewhere in the world, and he has a pet snake that's venomous. And every four days, he has to cut its teeth because the teeth grow up after yeah, oh, wow. every four days. Yeah, imagine trying to feed it and it just bites you. And he he's like so proud of it, and I think it's called Ben or something ridiculous like that. Ben the python. And like on, every time we're having like a, a family video call, he's like, there's always like the snake like just casually constricting on his arm. And it's like, oh, Ben's just having, he's just playing with me. And if Ben bites him. Bro, are you certain? Why, why do you have a snake in your house? Like <laughs> when I look at snakes, my skin crawls. You, you've killed a few snakes, haven't yeah. you? That's crazy, man. If you saw a snake, Jimmy, you'd kill it too. If it came at me? Yeah. Yeah, probably. That's like, if I saw a snake on the floor, I wouldn't just be like... <laughs> Well, but it would kill you, though. Damn. While you hesitate to kill you, it wouldn't hesitate to kill you. Or if it just, if it was like a spitting cob and it just sprayed venom in your eyes. It do be like that sometimes. Yeah. It do, it do <laughs> be like that. Yeah, no. Go. It do, you know, life rather gets you or you, you, you get it, you know. Yeah. So you've got to watch out for them snakes. So moral of a story, just put yourself fast, guys. Yeah. It's, it's not worth it. True, but ooh, ha. the snake doesn't care about your feelings. Mm, do you, how do you feel about like eating like animal, like milk and eggs? I have no problem with. It. I think it's a good thing. But like, what I was trying to think about is like, what human first milked the cow? <laughs> it was a pervert. It was definitely a pervert. <laughs> yeah. like discovered milk. Just, yeah. I have a funny relationship with eggs. Actually, I love eggs seasonally. Sometimes I love them. Sometimes I can't fucking stand them. And if it's like omelette, I can only have omelette if it's really hot. If it's cold, it's just, oh, just, I don't know. It's not good. Yeah. I know, also, I, an egg comes out of a hen's behind. Yeah. Well, I, I was just find it weird because if you look at it, like, um, from a health point of view, um, especially for your bowels, because uh, milk end up has been good for your calcium in your bones. But right. bowel-wise, it's awful for your bowels, like consuming it and breaking it down. It's not very good for you at all. Fun fact, I'm actually lactose intolerant. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Oh, I don't care. You take a risk. I'll just do it. I'm full <laughs> happy. I'll like drink milk and yogurt and like regret the next day. <laughs> oh, why? What happens? 
just horrible things. <laughs> Unspeakable things. Horrible, oh horrible God, things. Yeah. yeah. So in England, what cat milk do you have? Blue, red or green? I think, I don't know. You I don't just, know. I just want the fridge and pick out milk. <laughs> I don't know. So basically, red is like... I just make sure it's nothing that says like almond or plant-based oh. nonsense. As long as it's milk from a cow. Um, no, because basically I go for green because it's like semi-skin. So it's not like full on because full skin is really fatty and really bad for you. And that's the blue one. But it has also what? Cholesterol. Yeah, I think so. But it's like really thick and it's almost like, yeah. it's, uh, but then greens, greens, like the normal one people get. And then you can get like no skin, which is basically just like milk, but it just, it feels like water. So that's like, but I'm, I'm a green capper all the way. <laughs> Let us know what cat, cat milk you guys get out there. I just get, just get milk that's from a cow. That's all that matters. Or from a goat. Have you, tr- have you tried goat milk? No. It looks like yogurt. It's, it's, oh. it's, it's really odd. Yes. I have a question. How come chickens drink water but they don't piss? Do they not piss? They don't. I've, I've, <laughs> I, I, I lived I in a farm all my life. I've never seen a chicken piss. I'm sure I'm sure they, they definitely do. <laughs> Jimmy, they don't piss. They do. They don't piss. I, I, I'm going to look that up. I'm going to. <laughs> you heard it here first, people. <laughs> chickens don't piss. They don't. They actually don't. That is mad, though, because you're actually just eating like. A fetus when you eat your chicken eggs. Yeah, it's a fetus. Like, that's kind of crazy. I always like to think, imagine if those like giants or higher species that ate our kids. Oh, I know. Like harvested eggs from our Like cracked our heads. Like imagine our brains. Mm-hmm. They're like that, just like egg yolk. Because that's basically ah. what it is if you think about it. How they milk humans though. <laughs> <laughs> they would have to like, yeah. That's really weird. That's Yeah. That's, that's have you seen weird. Mad Max Fury Road? No, I haven't. Oh, uh, well, there's this, well, it's, you, you've heard of Mad Max, though. Yes, the, I have. You know, dystopian future and all that. There's a scene where there's loads of women, like, in a room and they're getting breasts for milk. Right. Because obviously all the animals are dead now, so everyone's just drinking. Human milk? Yeah. Well, that's an image. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty, cra- I've, I've, yeah, it's a crazy image. But yeah, they, they should normalise that. No, they shouldn't. They really shouldn't, actually. Jimmy, no, that's, no. that's a really concerning thing to say. <laughs> no, I'm joking. That was a joke, but yeah, yeah. Am I safe? Yeah, no, you're fine. Okay. You're fine. That was that was a silly joke of me. If anything happens to me, you know who to ask. <laughs> yeah. Silence. Silence. Yes. Um, but yeah, that would be crazy if there was just another. Sp- like higher species. I've never actually deep that. That's kind of crazy that we are. Do you ever think about like apocalypse, an apocalypse, or like a zombie uprising? Or I would survive a zombie would apocalypse. You? I would. I would. I'm a hundred percent sure I would. What What would you do? What's your game plan? I think all I need, Jimmy. All I need in life is my knife and my gun. Shit, man. Do you have one? Do you have one in England or not? Well, I have a knife here. I can't have a gun here because you... England's really funny about guns. I could get you a gun. Yeah. I couldn't get a hair gun. <laughs> the police here don't even have guns. It's such an issue for well, me. Well, I live in, in Merseyside because I'm from Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, and we live in a docks. And um, and, and Liverpool's quite an interesting um, city crime-wise because drug-wise, most of the UK is run by Albanian gangs coming from Albania, okay. bringing like, cocaine, ecstasy and all stuff. But Liverpool's all run by Liverpool-based gangs. Okay. Because they haven't been able like to break British people in by British people, yeah. 
I just can't imagine that. That's have you not, too have you, silly. Have you watched Top Boy? No, I haven't. I didn't like that show. Didn't you? No. Oh, have you met a roadman while you've been down here or I not? I met a roadman. I think roadmen are so interesting. Do you? Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but like roadmen, roadmen life should be exclusive to not British people because the accent, I can't take you seriously if you have a British accent Your and a knife. Let's what are you doing? <laughs> Go have some tea. <laughs> so if I turned around and went, empty your pockets now, I'm going to stab you. Yeah. I wouldn't. I just laugh at you. I can't take you seriously. Why well, they stab you? Because they, 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 there's some real criminals in the UK. Are they? Yeah. I've been to London. I saw like a woman getting robbed. It was really scary. Was it? Yeah. But, but, they, were, but they were like rude men, like oh. not British. So I was like, okay, fair enough. And they're not British? No, they weren't. What, what, what were they? Not British. Oh, yeah. not British. <laughs> but anyway, I was saying, since Liverpool's in the dark, it's really easy. Like, it's one of the biggest... Like, in the... Back in Victorian times, and yeah. before that, it was um, a really vibrant city because of the docks, because it was so easy to get to New York and, um, you know, the Americas and stuff because of where it is. It right. kind of... And to Ireland as well. Um, but basically, it's really easy for people to get guns because the docks are really dodgy in Liverpool, so... Give me a gun. Do you? Yeah. We'll come to Liverpool and we can sort that out. I will. Um, we can't. We definitely can't. <laughs> I, I can't anyway, but I remember there was a lot, because I, I went to a school that was kind of a bit a bit rough, I would say. It wasn't rough, but it was like... like pe- But anyway, there was a lad in my year that like somehow got a hat and done a gun, and we were all like, wow. And he, yeah, and he was showing us pictures of it and stuff, and it was pretty crazy. But I don't know if that was fake, but I'm assuming it was real because he that, that that was me by naive. But anyway, yeah, I'm pretty sure Rita could get a gun. Yeah, if you wanted, if you wanted, he took if, pictures with it. I have a cousin that did that, and he, <laughs> I have a cousin that went to the US, and he got really excited because in the US you can buy a gun at Target. And did he buy one? He got a gun. Oh right, but no, he didn't buy it because he didn't have a license. He didn't. He didn't have it legally. And then he took pictures of it and put it up on his social media and he got arrested and deported back. It was just like, why did you even do that? What, what, what did his parents say? Well, they just disowned him. Oh. I don't know where he is now. But How many cousins do you have? A lot. A lot, man. I don't know. God. But wherever you are, we we'll still think about you. Yeah. If, if you're listening, <laughs> you're still in our hearts. Mm-hmm. You've just don't some... contact me. I just have a lot going on. <laughs> we, we've got no time for you. You might contact Jimmy, but, <laughs> yeah, um, you know. If you want to, but we've got no time for... No, we don't. For for that. Yeah. yeah. That is crazy, though. You can just buy a gun, though, in America. America's not a real place. It's just, it's just too extreme, but I'm still moving to America. New York. Concrete, I can't sing, but I can't sing. Yeah, I wish uh, I could. Aren't you going to do like a musical theatre degree? No. I thought you were. You no, should. I can't sing though. Can't you? No, I <laughs> singing just a mindset though. <laughs> At the end of the day. Like... Okay, okay. Fine. Everything's a mindset then. Sure. When the matrix, nothing's real. Whoa, break it, break yeah. it. I I disagree with that though. Really, like just get a grip in it. Well, the matrix thing. Yeah, people are like, just like the. It's like a very big discussion to get into, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like I just think people use that as an excuse for like, oh, my life's shit because the Matrix and people are controlling it. I'm like, Illuminati, it's real. It, 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 I mean, sure, but like, it's got nothing to do with me, and it like, how, how, <laughs> no, how, except it does, except it does. Sure, they control your money. They control what you think. They they indoctrinate you. They're listening to us. Hello, the Illuminati. <laughs> They're just not interested enough in us to, like, I don't know, 
take us under the sea or whatever they prefer. Through that. Yeah. True. We should join the Illuminati for the right amount of money. Why not? Yeah. I wouldn't get heavily involved in it, to be honest with that. I, I, I want to do me. I want to keep it 100. <laughs> I feel like I've tried religion and like God in the proper way. I just can't be bothered to try a whole new deity like the devil. That's just too much work. Whoa. Do they, do they praise the devil? Apparently. Yeah, I'm not joining the Illuminati. That's... Apparently they go like under the Bermuda Triangle and like do like cult dances and voodoo and then get their money. Good for them, man. But like. I just can't be asked. I'm a Christian boy, not a fan of it. <laughs> I feel like I just not show up and get kicked out. So, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't personally because I, I I try to avoid cults. Um, good for you. That's yeah, a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also try to avoid cults. <laughs> well. Well. So. So yeah, yeah. Conclusively, animals are animals. Just leave them alone. Leave animals to be animals. They're not, they're not your friends. They'll kill you. Your snake will kill you in your sleep and won't think about it. And your dog can scratch you in the eye and your cow can, like, I don't know, attack you with its horns and give you internal bleeding. So just, that's not your baby. Stop talking to your dog. That's really weird. Jimmy, that's that's an ick. <laughs> that's I, an animal. And it thinks you're a creep because you're trying to speak to it in a weird way. I... I like my dog. You can't defend yourself. <laughs> I, like, I like my dog, uh, and I'll continue to speak to it however I want. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I, sure, animals. Okay. Big, up, big up to any animals that are listening out there. <laughs> Jimmy, I'm Russell. Oh, God, okay. Okay. So, obviously, I'm going to win this because, hey, I never not win. Put your on the table, you're fucking cheating. Okay. Three. Wait, wait, it's like this, bro. Oh, okay, three. Wait, this is... I'm gonna knock your thing. Then. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Go. Are you trying? Are you letting me win? No. <laughs> well, obviously I won. That doesn't come as a, a surprise to anyone. But I need to. I need to. Get, I need to get in the gym. Do, need to get those do, weights in. Get a few arm days in there. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Stop <laughs> drinking so much beer, man. <laughs> How much beer do you drink on average? How many liters have you drunk in your? lifetime i don't know like i used to be really skinny and i'd have a beer belly but yeah um uh, nah it's not like a nah uh, just casually you know like any any uh, the average of a british person at 19 i would say 19 yeah liters no no, no. <laughs> it's like the age of 19 really worried. oh no i'll have a i'll have a pint on the weekend you know what i mean or two or three or four Good five or six or seven but you know, I think that's normal. That's re- I drink responsibly and don't drink drive. Don't drink at all. It's not worth it. You get liver cancer and you die. Yeah, all that. Yeah. Um, and also to any <laughs> animals out there, don't drink either. We have twenty seconds left. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, that was all. Thank that you, Jimmy. All. Yeah, it was a pleasure. That was fun. Yeah. Let's do this again. That's shall we? Yeah. Shall we? You should come we and shall. visit me, like at my house in. You could you come to Uganda? I've said I'm going to Thailand as well. See the light. Oh. And me first, though. Yeah, you first. Uganda, Shanghai, then Thailand. Okay.